Accra gets busy on this frequency. 92.7, 3FM. Johnny's Bite. Johnny's Bite. On Sunrise. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Hasbun Allah wa Nimal Wakil. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? And yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows, and surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Assalamu alaikum. It's Monday, the 13th of November. Welcome to Johnny's Bite. I want to take a second to salute all our veterans and all who have served with the colors. Uh, over the weekend, we had to celebrate you. And the key question is how we're taking very good care of you and um, whether we are doing that indeed. That's a conversation for another day. I also want to quickly mention the Niamugi of uh, Okankwe South and then also to celebrate uh, the Ghana Medical Association. You had your elections and uh, you have a new set of leadership. Kudos to Dr. NS, uh, Professor NX York uh, in particular. He is the new vice president of the Ghana Medical Association. We will talk about the going issues because somebody has the vim and energy to say, I want to go into the Kakum National Park to go and mine. We will interrogate that. But first, I want to ask you a simple question. Have you bothered to check the quality of fuel that is served to you at the various filling stations? What they feed your engines? Because over the past few weeks, there have been reports. People say, I mean, the, the quality of the fuel is dropping. Mind you, we have gold for oil, which is supposed to give us cheaper fuel. So is it translated to cheaper fuel that will damage the vehicles or is, it has nothing to do with it? People are complaining about the quality of fuel that they buy. And I've had cause to now talk about it because it's destroying people's vehicles, people's engines, people's livelihoods. And then they are also raising questions about how they are being shortchanged at the pumps. So you order maybe 500 Ghana CDs and what is served you is not up to 500 Ghana CDs. That's a conversation. So the, 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 the preliminary issues that I'm raising here are the going issues out there. And I want to say a very big good morning to Professor Alex Dodu of the Ghana Standards Authority. Prof, has it come to your attention that people are complaining about the quality of fuel that is served to them at the, at the various filling stations? Has it come to your attention? If it hasn't come to your attention, I'm bringing it to your attention, Prof. Good morning. And speaking of fuels, Ghana Oil Company, Goyle. Ghana Oil Company, Goyle. Are there two retirees there who have to go home? I hope your board chairman doesn't come to behave like the board chairman of the National Theater who leaves his mother's funeral, even though bereaved and we're worried for him and we're wishing them and the family well. He comes all the way to say the most important thing is to defend the integrity of one person against the interest of all of us. So I'm asking a question this morning. Goyle, are there two retirees at the top who have to go home for new blood to come in, let the retirees go and let the young grow? Is there something like that? I leave it to you. And I'm asking this question because, you see, yesterday, just when I was about to close my, my staff uh, for production, some NAPCO beneficiaries sent me this. Please put it up. Let's read it together. It's from the Coalition of NAPCO Trainees. It's dated the 13th of November, 2023. And they sent it to me at midnight. It says, 
Re, I want to lead a nation that improves and unleashes the talents of our youths. Put it up there for me. And offers good jobs with good pay. Dr. Mahmoud Baumia for the uh, November 4, um, 2023. Now, responding to the unpatriotic comments made by the Vice President, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia in the just-ended MPP Delegates Congress, which we have quoted above. In fact, the coalition of NAPCO trainees is utterly amazed of such courage of Vice President that continually warrants such promises after he had made um, the lives of the youth miserable with NAPCO and other sloganeering policies. Unambiguously, we wish to state that the vice president is a monumental failure when it comes to initiating policies that seek to alleviate the youth from unemployment and abject poverty. He has nothing good to offer the youth again and should rather divert his energies to compensating and paying arrears owed the victims who have suffered uh, severe bruises of work policies which were launched and collapsed under his auspices. We wish to inform the vice president that NAPCO trainees who were laid off without due settlement of our nine months arrears together with unpaid victims of youth in a forestation project, YE, and all the unemployed youth suffering on our various streets, our quest to launch the Unemployed Youth Alliance against his presidential ambition and give him a showdown in the 2024 general elections. We, the leaders of NAPCO Trainees Association, have every right to hold Dr. Baumia vicariously liable and accountable for the woes of NAPCO trainees on the grounds that, one, the vice president office initiated this experiment, experimental NAPCO scheme woefully in the manner that saw uh, the appointment of his first son, all right, uh, Ostafa, Dr. Ibrahim Anyas, a CEO who ran the scheme into a ditch, ruining the life of all these vulnerable youth. Where is Dr. Anyas these days? He wore white, came on TV3, said they will pay the people the money immediately, and we have not heard from him since then. Two, the fraud remained at post, pending permanent uh, employment arrangements letter, which was issued to all NAPCO beneficiaries after the expiration of the contractual agreement was certified by the office of the vice president, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia. This assurance of permanent employment was never materialized again, and the nine solid months NAPCO trainees worked on empty stomachs were never paid. We can't say that somebody is a fraud, so we disassociate ourselves from point two. But to say that the monies have not been paid, yes, we agree with that, but we can't go on and call somebody a fraud. This inhumane treatment meted to NAPCO trainees by the vice president contradicts his current promise to unleash the talents of the youth and provide them sustainable jobs. Simply, Dr. Mahmoud Bamia can never be trusted due to his despicable track records. Coalition of NAPCO trainees admonished the vice president to stay off these petty partisan um, narrow promises and make a U-turn to correct the mess he has caused with uh, his work flagship initiative as showdown awaits him uh, come 2024 and is being signed by their leadership. Can you take me back to 2021, right? 2021. Nana Berima Asamoa signed that. There's a, a NAPCO letter from 2021 that says that following a meeting by the chief of staff and the vice president, all NAPCO beneficiaries had been asked to stay put. This was after the president had gone somewhere in the Bono, Bono area in August of 2021 to suggest that NAPCO were going to create a new thing aside NAPCO and that people were going to be given permanent jobs. It was captured on the front page of the Ghanaian Times. I still have the press clipping. Now, November 15, 2021, notice to all NAPCO trainees. 
Following a high-level stakeholder meeting with, uh, which led with the leadership, okay, I'm sure, uh, the late NAPCO module implementation partners um, led by His Excellency the Vice President of the Republic of Ghana and the Honorable Chief of Staff, all NAPCO trainees are required to remain at post in line with the exit preparation after three years on the scheme. All NAPCO trainees will remain at post pending permanent arrangements. The NAPCO Secretariat expects trainees to continue to discharge their duties diligently and professionally at their new, at all their various workplaces while the scheme and the MIPS work towards a smooth final transition. A new cohort of NAPCO trainees will be recruited next year. Lie. Issued by NAPCO headquarters, copied to all these people. So this was the assurance that was given to them. The question I ask is, with all the monies that are owed, them, about 650 or so, uh, 650,000 people that are owed, with all the monies that are owed them, and with all the period that they have not been paid, how have they survived? I know that the vice president during the MPP primaries was asking people to remember him, to remember him. The people remembered him and made him the presidential candidate. But they are asking a question. They are now pointing to the integrity of the vice president and they are saying that you promised us this, you failed to deliver. Why should we trust you when you promise us another thing? And the youth, young people are hungry. Now we're talking about creating jobs. And I remember that the economy will grow and grow and grow and there will be jobs and jobs and jobs. The unemployment gap keeps widening. So we say, oh, we have set up factories. I agree. But how many people are the factories employing? And how is that reducing the unemployment gap? We say we have created other modules. I agree. How many people are they employing? And by what numbers are they reducing the unemployment gap? Because for those of us who work, the bedding on us from family and friends is becoming unbecoming. And we are young people. Very young people. And you pile all this pressure on us because the people are giving unsustainable jobs. Operation Clean Your Frontage is another example of unsustainable jobs. And we quote a good morning to you. Young people under 30 are growing gray. Young people under 40 are growing gray. They are going bald. There's pressure in town, I'm telling you. And when you meet the young people, they tell you these things. Most of these are politicians. They have not come to terms with some of the, the arrangement. Look, let's, let's jump. Let's go to the knock of blankets here. What's even painful is that when they finish and they are not well, they, they will pick their passport, pick their luggage, and travel outside. Listen to Nana. Anybody who picks up a public appointment must also sign that he or she is not going to be treated outside Ghana. If, if the Ghana Medical Services cannot treat you, fix it. Then what are you there for? So that is the challenge. People get sick and they have the, 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 the luxury of being sent to the best wherever. But those in public services, so I didn't say anybody who, those in public services, most especially those who call themselves politicians with public appointments, they should sign an undertaking that anything to do with their health, they will stay in Ghana. And that's the Nakobidan Ketia. So the pain that you go through, most of them don't actually go through the same pain. They don't feel it. 
It is easy for NAPCO beneficiary to write, uh, you know, a press release to say that, oh, uh, we have not been paid X amount of money and we want our money, blah, blah, blah. So they are keeping body and soul together. I can tell you on authority there are people within the front of the NAPCO beneficiaries themselves who have also not been paid, who always fight their leadership for coming out to speak up because they say it is, in the, it is not in the interest of their party. Young person, a commodio, who do with Mami Ediani, who do Mami Fie, what's all Mami Light, Ayusu Mami Nsio, Esako Jisika or Mami Hoko to collection, who you are be defending Sansemi. Oh, quite sorry. And when you're going to church, you go to your mother to give you money for offering at your age after university with a first class degree. You can't find work to do, but you are interested in party first. There's something wrong with you. There's something fundamentally wrong with you. And that's the same attitude with which people are defending. Take me to Minerals Commission. People are defending the effrontery, the effrontery, and the, 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 the silly bravery of people wanting to go into forest reserves to go and mine. This is from the Minerals Commission. Over the weekend, we heard that there's a, a, a mining company that had, you know, interest in mining in the Kakum National Park. And all of us know the Kakum National Park. When we were young, we go to the Kakum National Park, we go to Hans Botel, we go and see the crocodiles, we tour Cape Coast Castle, we come back. And I have part of me coming from the central region. So this has some bit of value to me, a lot of it to me. I traveled to South Africa recently. You should see how they have preserved all their things. As for us, Kobe Bining, we're just interested in destroying. Press statement, re, mining company targets Kakum National Park for mining. The attention of the Minerals Commission has been drawn to publications on social media that some civil society organizations in the country have vehemently kicked against um, the attempt by a mining company, um, a mining firm, to mine in the Kakum National Park in the central region. According to the CSOs, the move follows an application by the High Street, listen to the name, High Street, uh, High Street Limited, to the Minerals Commission for a license, the High Street High Street um, Limited to the Minerals Commission for a license to mine in the Kakum National Park. The High Street Mining Limited to the Minerals Commission for a license to mine in the Kakum National Park. I want that to sink in. Where they got the bravery to even write to say, we, we want to mine in a forest reserve is one. The commission wishes to inform the CSOs and the public that the application by High Street Limited was rejected and therefore cannot be processed or considered whatsoever. Consequently, the commission has deleted the application from the online mining uh, cadaster. The commission wishes to inform, to assure the public that no mineral right, whether for prospecting or mining shall be considered or granted in the Kakum National Park, signed uh, Martin Kwekueisi, Minerals Commission. You know why? I will take what Minerals Commission has written with a pinch of salt. I will go back to the Professor Kwabena Frimpong Boating report on Galamse in this country. That report that was written to the president, right? Or written to the president through the chief of staff. And that report never, never reached the president until something, an expose happened. The police CID got into the free. He gave them a copy of the report. The report got into the public domain. Guess what? After back and forth, back and forth, the attorney general of the Republic of Ghana, who is the lawyer of the government, came to say that, look, we see nothing wrong. Prof did not have substantial evidence. This 
is substantial evidence that somebody wants to go now into the Kakum National Park. And you know, people will go there because they have seen you give part of Atiwa Forest to the Chinese in the name of Sino Hydro. They have seen you give forest reserve licenses to people. During the same time when we're telling legitimate miners that we have placed a ban on mining, the same government and its agents and assigns were busy giving mining licenses to people and they were actually renewing them some four to five times. Read the Professor Frimpo Barton report. Prof did not lie because the evidence is there. Now, who is behind High Street Limited? And why were they so emboldened to come forward at this point? And have they not heard that there's a fight against Galamsey? And have they not heard that forest reserves are supposed, the name itself should have guided them that this is a forest and it has been reserved for good reason. We are planting trees. In the first year, we spent 12 million to plant trees. Two weeks ago, I showed you how seedlings have been abandoned at the Kanda Estate Cluster of Schools. We spent 12 million in the first year alone to plant trees that we have not seen. We know that the people are cutting down the trees to perpetrate Galamsey, rape the state. We know that the names that were mentioned in the Professor Kwabna Frimpong Barton report, from Potozwa to ministers who abandoned the committee, to, to party executive, to top officials, blah, 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 all of them, uh, police and, and what do you call it, uh, attorney general says, we see nothing wrong with it. So tell me if there really is a, a, a preparedness to fight Galamsey. Because the president, I have always said that when the president said, I am prepared to put my presidency on the line, it was not the same thing as I have put my presidency on the line. Preparing to do something is not equal to doing the thing. I am prepared to put my presidency on the line is not the same as I have put my presidency on the line. And so far, the evidence on the pink sheet has showed us that the president indeed did not put his presidency on the line. He is still preparing to put his presidency on the line, which presidency is soon expiring. Just about 12 months to go, 13 months to go, and this is happening under the president. We, Media, media Coalition, who are doing a Galamsey fight, check the front pages. When we started this whole Galamsey thing, you will usually find around this corner some place that, oh, the media stopped Galamsey. These days, check all the newspapers, including the state-owned newspapers. Nobody puts anything about Galamsey because they know that what is being practiced is akin to that classmate of yours who is a thief, who steals your money for lunch, who puts your lunch money in the back pocket and then goes to now help you to look for your money and start accusing other people that they could possibly have stolen your money. That is what the government is doing. That is what the assigns of the government is doing. And they will continue to arrest Kofi Mensah and Kweku Bache and, and Niayi because they were caught in the Galamse pit. But those who sent those people into the Galamse pit are never traced and picked up and put before the competent court of jurisdiction for the law to deal with them. Then we will make a charade and say, we have arrested this excavator and we are burning it. Nonsense. We, we, look, we have to show real commitment. And this will go down in the history as one of the biggest failures of the government. The previous government was doing it. We said, oh, no, no, no. They were not doing it well. So we brought Operation Galamstop, Operation Vanguard, Operation Halt, Operation 1 and 2, Operation this, that, that. We brought drones. We brought that without that. Interministerial committee set up. Here we are. 
The water is dirty. Ghana can company, I'm coming, this is one minute. Ghana Water Company tells us that, look, if we don't take care, we will move from 40% of the water that is harvested, right, for treatment for our drinking, to more than 60%. They have told us, and that we don't take care, we will start importing drinking water. We have more rivers in this country, but we are always thirsty and hungry. There is something wrong somewhere. There is something absolutely wrong. For anybody to even think that I can go into Kakum National Park to go and mine, and for even the portal of the Forestry Commission to Minerals Commission to allow them to first of all apply, is a problem. So if the COSO's coalition had not spoken about it, would it have gone through? I say read the Kwabna Frimpong Boatin report. Mining companies in this country, when we were told that mining had been put on hold, legitimate mining had been put on hold, were giving licenses and extension of those licenses and renewal of those licenses, and most of them are party people and government people. Go to Enyinem. I, go to, I went to Enyinem the other time. Right by the police station, people are doing galamsey. The police know about it. The chiefs know about it. The national security knows about it. The NIB knows about it. The Mineral Commission knows about it. They know the people who are engaged in Galamse. They are just behaving like ostriches and making all of us play the fool. That's not correct. And I want to pause and say thank you to uh, uh, all those who last Friday contributed to um, our SOS call to make sure that our friends who are going through the dialysis at the Cape Coast Teaching Hospital got some help from you. We are grateful that you could uh, share your thoughts with us. Have a good morning. Please call me. 055-924-2717. Johnny's Bite. Johnny's Bite. On Sunrise.